0: a man who operated in the same world as he did. The usual clichés would be seen as exactly what they were if he used them here. The man who was being ushered into the room knew the intricacies of the police service as well as he did. Indeed, he knew the workings of one particular branch of it better than his new chief constable did. The fact that Chief Superintendent John Lambert was older than Armstrong inhibited him a little, but he had dealt with that situation quite a few times since he had been appointed Chief Constable of Gloucestershire and Herefordshire. What he had not had to deal with before was an older man of this standing. John Lambert had a local and perhaps by now a national reputation. He was a man better known to the public than the urbane and highly polished Armstrong was himself. Gordon Armstrong wasn't used to dealing with police celebrities – and still less with a man referred to by the tabloids as a super-sleuth. He wasn't looking forward to the experience. Armstrong had rather hoped that he wouldn't have to do this. He had expected that by now Lambert would be either retired or on the verge of retirement. In that case, it wouldn't have been necessary to meet him one-to-one. He could have presided over the man's retirement, presented him with gifts, and offered the sort of eulogy on an illustrious career in which he was practised and fluent. But Lambert had been so successful that the Home Office had taken the initiative in offering him a three-year extension to his normal service. That meant that the ageing luminary was now very definitely a member of staff for some time to come. Armstrong had arranged for coffee to be brought in with the man's arrival, served in the best china cups and saucers, which were usually reserved for civic dignitaries. He dismissed the minion and poured the coffee himself. He could not tell from the impassive, lined face of the very tall man sitting before him whether he recognised the honour that was thus being bestowed upon him by his chief constable. He offered the biscuits, eschewed them himself after Lambert's refusal, and came and sat down in the armchair opposite the one in which he had installed the Chief Superintendent. I thought it would be useful if we had a little chat, John. I like to feel I know my senior staff. He crossed his legs and relaxed his shoulders. It was always best to give people the impression you had allotted plenty of time to them, even when you knew that your next appointment was only twenty minutes away. "'It's uh, good of you to take the time, sir.' Lambert could play these games with the best of them, though not for long. Patience wasn't his strongest suit in situations like this. He was a problem-solver, not a diplomat. The modern world and the police service within it needed people like Gordon Armstrong, he was sure, but John Lambert would never be one of them. That wasn't prettiness— He knew he simply didn't have the skills or the patience to be a modern Mandarin. Armstrong said, I wanted your overview of CID in the area. There is no one better qualified to offer a confidential opinion to me. I'm afraid I shall be a disappointment. I try to ensure that there is minimal corruption and maximum efficiency in the CID section for which I am responsible... I don't really have an overview beyond that. I took a decision many years ago now that I was happiest and most efficient when working directly on particular crimes, and that I didn't want further promotion and more general responsibilities. They were phrases he'd trotted out many times over the years, but not recently. Armstrong recognised them for what they were and said with a smile. <laughs> You're saying that you might well have been sitting in my chair at this moment had you not chosen to stay in your present post? I don't think I would ever have made that chair. I would have become impatient and thus inefficient long before I became a chief constable. You're too modest, John. You could have done it if you'd put your mind to it, but you chose not to do that. You despise some of the skills you would have needed to exercise to reach this office. No, sir, I don't despise them. I recognise them as very necessary in today's world, where you have constantly to be the public face of the police service. Forty years ago, some chief constables could...